0: President has refused to condemn white supremacy again. I'll tell you what Christian leaders are saying about that. Also, Marvel has found its newest superhero, and we've got our first look at Stephen Ewan's Minari. It's so all ahead. This is relevant daily. It's relevant. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. 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 Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to the Relevant Daily, where I bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up. So first up, on Tuesday night, President Donald Trump squared off against Joe Biden for what uh, pretty much everyone agreed was a very unpleasant evening. Trump's belligerent attitude and refusal to let Biden get a word in edgewise graded his opponent, moderator Chris Wallace, and even many of his supporters. Uh, George Stephanopoulos called it the worst debate he'd ever seen. Jake Tapper said the American people lost tonight. Even Hillsong Church expressed exasperation, saying they had no respect for the president uh, until that uh, that was on Twitter. That post was obviously very quickly deleted, and they apologized, saying that a staff member had accidentally posted their personal account to the Hillsong account. Lows abounded, but one moment did stick out. It's been getting a lot of attention. Trump refused once again to unequivocally condemn white supremacy. Wallace put it to Trump directly. He said, quote, Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say they need to stand down? Here's the audio of what happened next. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not so, Proud Boys stand back and stand by is not exactly a, a condemnation. And the Proud Boys got the message loud and clear. They've been celebrating online today uh, via a series of posts uh, saying that they were very grateful for the president's encouragement. Now, this isn't a flub. Uh, it's not even uh, well, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary President Al Moeller called it a failed opportunity. That's not what it is either. This is part of a long and well documented pattern of Trump hemming and hawing over his white supremacist supporters. It's not like Trump is bashful about announcing others, he does it all the time. But when it comes to subjects like this, whether referring to fine people on both sides in Charlottesville or feigning ignorance around the KKK's endorsement of his candidacy, Trump's permissive attitude towards white supremacists has been a defining marker of his time in the political arena. And now, as we've spoken of many times on the daily, many white evangelical leaders have continued to support Trump throughout all of this, but many Christians also took to Twitter today to condemn Trump's words. Uh, I'll read just a sampling of some of the ones that we found. Uh, Pastor Dwight McKissick said, quote, I plead with white evangelical leaders to make it clear today, even if you plan to vote for President Trump, please make it clear that you denounce white supremacy and your support for Trump in no ways is connected to his unwillingness to denounce white supremacy. Please, my brethren. Another pastor, Micah Edmondson said, however you feel about the president, his policies and his intentions, his staunch refusal to clearly denounce white supremacy is deeply disturbing. His words last night made my family and many others less safe today. Uh, Nicola A. Menzi said, quote, white Christians, evangelicals and Catholics cannot Bible their way out of this. You just can't. It's not simply a difference of opinion. Trump is pro-racism, pro-white supremacy. What does pro-life mean if his ultimate value is on white life? Jamar Tisby, the author, theologian, said, let's not overcomplicate this or obfuscate the issue. Clearly and explicitly condemning white supremacy and white racial terrorism is the least a president can do. The fact that 45 is currently POTUS and is running again, the dangerous embarrassment. The author Trilla Newbell said, everyone should be able to condemn racism and white supremacy without any but. Uh, Kyle J. Howard said, you will have no idea what it feels like to watch your president tell white supremacists to stand back and stand by. You will have no idea how terrifying that is, especially in this time. And then just before I started recording the daily, we got an announcement from J.D. Greer. He's president of the Southern Baptist Convention, which is a, so obviously a, a pretty big deal. And this is surprising uh, and, and bold for the Southern Baptist. But SBC has a statement now saying, quote, when asked to condemn white supremacy, every single one of us should be ready to do so. Racism is sadly not extinct. And we should know from our Southern Baptist history, the effects of the horrific sins of racism and hatred. We denounce and repudiate white supremacy and every form of racial and ethnic hatred as a scheme of the devil intended to bring suffering and division to our society. We reaffirm what Southern Baptist said to this in 2017." And then he signed it with his own name and a number of VPs and officers as well. So strong statement from Greer and the rest of the SBC there. Uh, And we will see what happens. Uh, we'll, We'll obviously be keeping an eye on this. There are I'm afraid to say two more debates yet to come here. So good luck to everybody who chooses to watch these. <laughs> In better news, Iman Vellani is a total newcomer to the acting world. She, she has no IMDb page or anything like that, but she's been handed the keys to one of the world's mightiest franchises. Deadline reports that Vellani has been cast as Kamala Khan, better known to Marvel Comics fans as Miss Marvel, the Pakistani-American teen who became Marvel's first Muslim character with her own title. Now she's going to be Marvel's first on-screen Muslim superhero as well, and will appear in both the movies and her own upcoming Disney Plus series. That series will be helmed by Adil El Arbi, and Bilal Fala, uh, Charmeen Obeyed Chinoy, and Mira Manan. There's no release date planned yet, uh, but Marvel's making a lot of moves on Disney Plus right now. They're gearing up for WandaVision, which is coming out in a few weeks, presumably. We don't have an exact release date there yet. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is currently filming. There are other planned upcoming series for MCU favorites like Loki, Nick Fury, and Hawkeye, as well as newcomers like She Hulk and Moon Knight. So, congratulations to Iman and looking forward to Miss Marvel. In other film news, much closer to right now, now. Lee Isaac Chung has enjoyed a long career as a director of quietly powerful movies that sink into your subconscious and have the ability to gently transform your life. The first trailer for Minari sure looks like he has done that again. Very excited for this movie. It stars Steven Yeun, as the patriarch of a family of Korean immigrants adjusting to a new life in rural Arkansas. The film got rave reviews at Sundance with Young's performance specifically being highlighted as a standout. Really good to see him getting some good post-Walking Dead work. He's a very, very gifted actor. Glad to see that he's continuing to get a lot of good work. The movie will be coming soon in some capacity. We don't totally know when. They they have not put out a release date yet. Obviously waiting to see what happens with COVID. But the trailer is up. It's very, very pretty. I'd encourage you to head over to trailermagazine.com and check it out there. And as soon as we do get a release date on this, we'll let you know as well and hopefully have a review up there as well. That's it for today. You can read more about all these stories and everything else we're covering today over at the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. You can subscribe to our other podcasts there as well. I'm here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thank you for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.